Presented by the United States Sentencing Commission, this is Sentencing Practice Talk, a regular podcast for federal sentencing practitioners covering topics of interest. Here are your hosts, Abisay Bayisa and Rachel Pierce. Rachel, I've got a question um, about base offense levels for um, a specific offense. So I got a call today about a defendant who was convicted of 18 U.S.C. 1594C, which is a conspiracy to commit a violation of 18 U.S.C. 1591, but it's not the 1591 offense. And so my question is, you know, there's a lot of base offense levels in 2G 1.3. Which one um, are we supposed to use? Right, so I've gotten this question as well. We do get it uh, quite often. Uh, so I, I want to sort of start off with the answer, and okay. then we'll talk a little bit more about it. So there's an application note at the Relevant Conduct Guideline at 1B 1.3, specifically Application Note 7, uh, that says that when you're convicted of a conspiracy uh, to commit a certain offense, then you, you treat it as if you're convicted of that substantive offense. And I'll talk about the exact language in, in a second. Uh, so looking at that in context of the 2G 1.3, you would look at the substantive offense that that conspiracy is uh, listing that, that the defendant has committed, okay. whether it's 1591 uh, B1 or B2. Uh, let me start by saying that 18 U.S.C. 1594 C is actually not specifically listed in Appendix A. Okay. But the guidelines do direct at 1B 1.2 that if the offense involves a conspiracy, you can refer to 2X 1.1. So that's where we start. We start at 2X 1.1, okay. which of course, as, as I know you know, takes you back to the substantive offense and the guideline for that substantive offense. Got Which it. in this case would be 2G 1.3. Okay, so I'm in the right guideline. You are <laughs> in the right guideline. Uh, so then we have to look at 2G 1.3, and as you mentioned, there are alternative base offense levels. Uh, if the defendant is convicted under 18 U.S.C. 1591 B1, okay. that's a base offense level of 34. If the defendant is convicted under 18 U.S.C. 1591 B2, that's a base offense level of 30. And so the confusion comes in with the callers, from, from my experience, well, the defendant's not actually convicted right. of that subsection. Right. He's convicted of 1594C, which is a conspiracy to commit that offense. So why is it then that that would be the base offense level that applies? Right. So I mentioned the application note at Relevant Conduct, Application Note 7, and the exact language says, an express direction to apply a particular factor only if the defendant was convicted of a particular statute, which is, of course, what we have here. Right. Uh, includes the determination of the offense level where the defendant was convicted of conspiracy, attempt, solicitation, aiding or abetting, accessory after the fact, or misprison of a felony in respect to that particular statute. And I get that theory. I think what's messing me up <laughs> is that the guideline gives you these alternatives, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the alternatives is 24 otherwise. Mm -hmm. And so I think the caller was confused because they're looking, they're going down these things and they're saying, was he convicted of this? No. Was right. he convicted of that? No. So it must be a 24. Right. right. But you're saying that as long as you're convicted of a conspiracy to commit something, the general rule is we treat it as if you had been convicted of that offense. Correct. Correct. And I think, I think sort of the reasoning behind that is that you eliminate the distinction between charging someone with a conspiracy to commit versus the substantive offense, the guidelines are a call for the same calculation and ultimately the same range uh, for that defendant. Well, I think the other thing that was confusing my caller is that, as you know, 
1591 has a mandatory minimum, Correct. right? Mm -hmm. And I know sometimes in the guidelines, we tie the guidelines to the mandatory minimums. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense to me that somebody who was convicted of 1591 mm -hmm. would start at this really high offense level sure. of 34, sure. right? Because that keys in with the mandatory minimum. Right. But if you've been convicted of this conspiracy count, 19, excuse me, 1594, mm -hmm. which doesn't have a mandatory minimum, right. you're saying you're still going to get that high offense level. According to the to instruction at relevant conduct and, and the idea that you're treating these uh, conspiracies, attempts, solicitations is uh, essentially the same as the substantive offense. So, yeah, I think that's, I, I agree, it does cause confusion in okay. the field, and I've gotten this call any number of times. I've discussed it any number of times with uh, other staff at the commission. Uh, and this is, you know, we always point back to this language, so. All right, so the general rule applies, and I'm going to call them back and say it should be a 34. This wraps up our episode of Sentencing Practice Talk, today brought to you by the United States Sentencing Commission. Thanks so much for listening, and be sure to check back often for new topics. Sentencing Practice Talk, a regular podcast on federal sentencing issues. Please be advised that information provided by the Commission staff is offered to assist in understanding and applying the sentencing guidelines. The information does not necessarily represent the official position of the Commission, should not be considered definitive, and is not binding upon the Commission, the Court, or the parties in any case.